God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. So whether you like numbers or not, numbers are important to God, and there's an entire book in the Bible, as we've said before, that is named the Book of Numbers. Uh, recently, after our summer season of camp here at the Bill Rice Ranch, a friend texted me and asked me about how many people had come to camp and how many were saved and so on. Those numbers were important to my friend, and of course, they're important to us. That's why he was asking. Numbers do matter. How many people came to camp? How many trusted the Lord Jesus uh, as Savior? How many made some sort of life-changing uh, decision? Now, a lot of those things, it's hard to put, in, you know, it's hard to quantify God's working in lives, but it, it is important they count things like numbers of people saved and numbers of people at camp. So in the book of Numbers, you have here a second numbering. In Numbers chapter 1, God told Moses to number uh, the people. And in Numbers chapter 26, verse 2, the Bible says, Take the sum of all the congregation of the children of Israel from 20 years old and upward throughout their father's house, all that are able to go to war in Israel. So very similar to what we read in uh, chapter 1. And what, what follows is the listing of the 12 tribes of Israel, Simeon, Gad, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, and so on. So you have 12 tribes, but you have three pairs. So a lot of times when you have a list in the Bible, like a list of tribes or a list of names or maybe a genealogy, uh, it, it can feel rep repetitive or it can feel kind of boring. But uh, in this particular chapter, there are three verses where names jump out. So we have 12 tribes listed, but we have three pairs of men who are distinct in this list. Let me give this to you quickly. In verse 9, the Bible says uh, about Dathan and Abiram, this is that Dathan and Abiram, which were famous in the congregation, who strove against Moses and against Aaron in the company of Korah, when they strove against the Lord. So long story short, Korah and these men were men who were not content with their place, where God had put them, with their position, what God had them to do, with their authorities, Moses and Aaron. And they complained against Moses and Aaron, but the Bible says really they were they were striving against the Lord, and God judged them severely. In verse 61, the Bible talks of Nadab and Abihu, who died when they offered strange fire before the Lord. They were doing something pious and spiritual, but they weren't doing it in the way that God had very clearly given them to do it. They, they were living in rebellion. God judged them severely. And then in the last verse, and rather refreshingly, we find uh, a kind of a very different pair. And that is that uh, even though there were many that would die in the wilderness and there was not a left a man of them, there were two, namely, save Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun. We find them in verse 65. So these were two men who lived by faith, who went against the grain, who were courageous. The Bible says of Caleb in particular more than once, that he was a man who didn't just follow the Lord, he wholly followed the Lord. That is completely lock, stock, and barrel followed the Lord. So what you have here is the listing of 12 tribes and three pairs. Now, two of them rebelled against God, and one pair, Caleb and Joshua, served God and did so for many, many years because they were following God. Now look, there's something we can learn from this, and it's simply this. Your tribe is up to God. You did not choose your family. You did not choose your parents. 
You did not choose a state in which you were born, whether we're talking about geography or even the financial state that, that you were born into which you were born. So there are things that you can't change about yourself. I, I can't change that I was born in Tennessee, that I was born to my parents, that I had the heritage or history that came before me. I, I'm not um, good because I, I was born where I was born, nor am I uh, you know, in a, a bad state because I was born where I was born. None of those things were my choice. And so when it comes to the tribes, those, those were choices of God. God chose to whom he'd be born. But the three pairs, two that were judged by God and one that was blessed by God, indicate that the way you live your life, that is how you stand out, that's up to you. What are Dathan and Abiram remembered for? They're remembered for their rebellion and their tragic judgment and death. What are Caleb and Joshua remembered for? They're remembered not about their high birth or their financial state or their heritage when it came to their family. They're remembered for their actions, the ones they chose, the way they decided to follow God. So your tribe is up to God, but the life you live is up to you in the sense that, I don't mean there's no providence, I mean you are responsible for choices. You can be blessed or burned by the choices that you make. So three things I just say. Number one, don't be short-sighted. It is so easy to be short-sighted and think, wow, I don't like where I am. I don't like who I've been born. I don't like what my heritage is. I don't like this or that. Don't be short-sighted. Look, at the end of the day, thousands of years from now, if anyone remembers anything about you, and I doubt they'll remember me or you the way they remember uh, Joshua and Caleb, for instance. But if people do remember us, they're not going to remember us for how we were born, but for how we lived. Secondly, don't chafe. Um, look, Korah. Korah was a man who rebelled against God because he wished he'd been born into a different position. He rebelled against God because he wished he could serve in a different way. What a waste of resources. What a waste of potential. What a waste of life. And then there's Caleb, who just wholly followed the Lord. So don't chafe against how you were born or what you have. Take what you have as a stewardship and serve God with it every day. And then finally, I just say, don't fear. Don't live in fear of the majority. Don't live in fear of the unknown. Don't live in fear of the future. Joshua and Caleb were two men who, as young men, relatively speaking, as spies in the land of Canaan, came back and told the rest of the nation the things that lay ahead of them as best they saw, but did so in the context of God has told us to possess this land we can obey God and God can do what we cannot. There are giants ahead, but God has commanded us. God is able. It is not presumptuous. It is not presumptuous to go up against giants. It is presumptuous to do anything by yourself alone. So these men went up into the land of Canaan, Joshua and Caleb, and saw what was there waiting for them with the confidence that God was going before them and God would lead them. So I don't know what your tribe is, I don't know what your family is, but I do know that your life and the decisions you make are something for which you and you alone are responsible because your tribe is up to God, but the way you live your life, by God's grace, is a choice that you make.